0: This is Good Morning NOCO with Brian Carey and Tanner Schwint, a Northern Colorado's Voice. 103.1 and 1310
1: KFKA. Three straight losses for your Denver Nuggets. Oh, yeah. What was uh, almost just assured to be the number one seed in the West. Now a little bit on the ropes. This could be a little... Tumultuous end of the year. Welcome in. It's Good Morning NoCo. I'm Tanner Schwint. Brian Gary, my co-host, Angel Padilla, doing the production work here on Good Morning NoCo. The Nuggets now lost three in a row to three, I mean, I think you're being generous if you say mediocre teams Uh, right now. The Nets are okay, but losing to the Spurs was... The Nets record is okay. Right. Because they had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and these other people. To start it, yes. And now they don't. So I, I mean, the Bulls, not a not a good win or not a good loss at all. I do believe there's sometimes good things as uh, such things as good losses when you don't have you know your key guy or something like that and you keep it close. I think there is such. I buy into the moral victories at times. None of these can be moral victories. You look at the Spurs, uh, the, you know, the, they're what terrible. Are, what are they? What is their record now? Like fifteen or sixteen wins. It's pathetic. It, it is uh, seventeen and forty nine. Now are the San Antonio San Antonio Spurs? Yeah, and we lost to them. Yeah, it lost to the Nets at home, and now you go on a five game road trip for the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. I I am terrified. I'll be completely honest with you. The panic button needs to be pressed after what we've been seeing from these guys.
0: No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not there by any means. I'm I'm disappointed in a three game losing streak, and yesterday's game was really disappointing because. Uh, Joker played his tail off. he had a yeah. great effort uh there were there were moments where Jamal was m p j was k c p did not show up at all uh that that really hurt them in this game i think uh but uh, again joker's so good, but it was just sloppy it was really, really sloppy play. There was some terrible passing that was going on, you know, uh, just not paying attention and a ball bouncing off feet. You know, things that were just, that you can't do and win a game in professional sports. Right. And they were doing a lot of things that you see in high school basketball that were happening to the Nuggets in this game.
1: No, it, it, they, they are, and you wasted now two 30-point triple-doubles from Nikola Jokic. In losses, Jamal Murray's point total looks okay. I mean, sixteen points yesterday, not great. Twenty-four against the Spurs. When is he hitting those, and when is he missing? He them? shot nine of twenty-one against San Antonio. That's not that's not a great clip when you are taking twenty-one shots uh, there. Uh, you know, even the even the Joker is is just uh, a little bit. Uh, Jamal was five of nineteen from the field yesterday in a two-point loss. Uh, the sloppiness in my mind started. After Michael Malone came out and said, we're not going to press real hard to be the number one overall seed in the NBA. That's not something we're going to look at and try and do. As soon as that happened, three-game losing streak. It's like the guys took their, ga- their foot off the gas pedal. It's like, oh, well, okay, we're good then. Last night, Michael Porter, or yesterday, Michael Porter Jr. had an incredible first half. Uh, he goes on to score 23 points. He had a plus six and the plus uh, plus minus, as Jamal Murray had a minus 13. Michael Malone sat him for all of the fourth quarter except for 30 seconds or so at the end? Why do you do that to what is supposed to be your third best player? Why do you sit him down? And Michael Porter Jr., his his, uh, feathers were ruffled afterwards, said, hard to find a rhythm when you sit for the entirety of the fourth quarter except for the last 30 seconds. I don't like the things that Michael Malone is doing with this team right now. I don't trust that he's actually got the finger on the pulse of where this team is. And I know MPJ can be a little bit of a prima donna. I know we've seen it in the past. But I think that's just a bad look and it's a bad time of the season to be pulling something like that. Yeah. I uh <clears throat> I'm just
0: not I'm not going to freak out. I'm disappointed in three game losing streak. Uh plenty of time. They've just they just need to start winning. They do need to start winning, you know, but Michael Malone right has now. told them, eh, it's all right." Yeah, no, but these were the, the, what's brutal about this is these were the games that the Denver Nuggets we knew before would lose and they lost them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Uh this this was always something that bothered me with the Nuggets would they would they they would get up for the big game And then they would take on a team that they should beat in their sleep and they would lose to them. The Spurs is a perfect example of that. This one, I mean, they had this game. I mean, they had it. Miss free throws here, miss free throws there. They were up, and then they got way behind. They were down by 15 points with with what uh, eight, nine minutes to go. Well, the third quarter, they and lost then, it, 37 to 18. Yeah, and that's just you, you can't do that after the half. That's you should be coming out just right. tearing it up.
1: And and that's where that's where coaching adjustments happen. Right, it's halftime. Right. I, if you're going to try to get me in any way to say yes, you're not or a little wrong, bit
0: worried about Michael Malone leading this team about into the playoffs. Michael Malone leading this team into the playoffs. Look at, again, they're the number one seed in the West. Right now. By several games. Where else? Okay, so if they go Which team would you rather be in the West right now? The Suns. You would rather be the Suns? Yes, 100%. Than the Denver Nuggets. Yeah.
1: Go, be 100%, a Sun. 100%, 100%, 100%. Be a Sun. This is alarming. Be one. Okay. How many games back are the Suns? Let's go look, Brian Gary. Let's go look yes. where they're at right now. Uh, but at least they've got uh, they've they got, got what a competent coach. Uh, Phoenix, uh, they are eight and a half back. And Kevin Durant has played one full game with him so far.
0: Yeah, I wonder how many he'll play before the season's over. He's made of crackers. He gets hurt every game. <laughs> so he'll be out. You got him. He might be in, might be out. No, I would not rather be the Phoenix Suns by any means whatsoever. I'd rather be the team that is sitting on top by a comfortable margin who has a boatload of talent on their team who hit a little three-game skid but will bounce right back out of it and have no
1: problem rolling into the playoffs all right Mr. Angel Padilla Mr. I'm not going to freak out about anything you and Brian are you still on the same page or are you alarmed at what you've seen from the Denver Nuggets in the last three games
2: I am not in freak out mode I am in frustration mode and I do share some thoughts on Malone with the rotation the lat the trend the last couple of games has been the team starts off hot they get a 10 12 point lead early in the first the bench unit comes in and it completely disappears and it seems like malone is struggling with do we do we fix the bench by going all defense or do we fix it by going scoring and the rotations aren't they're just not They're not working together when you have guys like Christian Brown, who's not seeing barely any minutes. Uh, Chanchar's been out for the last couple of games. Hopefully he can come back and get some energy back in that unit. Uh, but your starters are doing what they can, but when they go on the bench and say, I'm going to rest, there's our 12-point lead. Oh, it's gone. we got to get back in. And now you're struggling to force yourself back into that rhythm that you started with. And I think the bench is really hurting them.
1: Well, and when Jamal Murray is as sporadic as he is right now, he can't be the guy that you platoon with the second unit.
2: He needs to to play like the first 12 minutes or so.
1: Yeah, that's it. Let him go and then get him back. He can't play five minutes and then go on the bench and then come back. He's all over the place. But if only you had a young talent. That was so talented offensively and came up with some huge steals. Only if you had some young guy like that to provide a spark off the bench, right? If only the Nuggets. Oh, wait. Christian Brown, who's seen almost zero minutes, you scared throughout. me for a second. I thought you were going to
2: say bones. Oh no! So, yeah, Hell no! Yeah, Hell I was no. Yeah. like, please it don't going- say it.
1: No. And the Reggie Jackson move that we all thought was going to be so great has not been. It's been horrible. In fact, of the, well, the of entire him.
2: bench doesn't have chemistry. I won't put all of it on Reggie. No, no, I'm not. But no, he is don't. playing horrendously.
0: But the soon as Joker goes out, a 14 point lead disappears, which tells you we have
1: nobody big who can fill that.
0: The spot. bench
2: doesn't have an opportunity to find themselves because they're just trying. Trying to stay alive
1: why is Thomas Bryant not playing they've got him listed as a coach's decision that he didn't play
2: and that's a coach decision
1: I don't know your there, there was center. no
2: indication that he's hurt
1: your backup center so instead you run Jeff Green out there for 20 minutes and he's got a in the plus minus category he's got a negative fifteen on that why uh,
2: I, that, you guys, feels you, need
1: like to a, be, you we need to be a little alarmed about the coach that is heading into this playoff stretch uh, as the Denver Nuggets head coach. You can't just make that. You can't. Just, you've lost so three games in a row to subpar opponents, yep. and a lot of it can be pointed directly to the decisions the head coach is making.
0: Oh, this is where I. This Come is, back is where back you rebuttal. Arc-
1: this is radio.
0: Uh, once again, no, I'm not freaking out. You can come up with all the this, 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 and this, and the bench didn't do this, and Malone didn't do this, this. Bottom line, number one, they're on top of the damn Western. For now, conference. but Anyone? they're not doing the,
1: anything to defend it right now. What do you think? There's still several games up. They're right now. Yes. But that lead has been shrunk in a big from, way. From seven to five, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see because this next stretch of games are going to be brutal for the Denver Nuggets. And if Malone doesn't pull his head out of you-know-where, it's going to get worse. It is going to get worse for the Denver they Nuggets. They are number 1 in the West. For How now! How much
2: better can you do than being
1: number 1 now
0: in the West? Now they are,
2: correct, for now. They have a 93% chance to lock up the 1 seed. They need 11 wins. 11 wins. The team that's
1: trotted out there the last three games, do you feel confident that they can get those? Yeah the team, from the last 3 games you feel like that I'm team the that one shows that up? played
0: brooklyn yeah if they just uh, eliminate some of those stupid mistakes if, if 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 there's not stupid turnovers there were turnovers that led to like 30 points
1: Right. You know, it's, but it's, it's lackadaisical. So it's like, okay, we'll just coast it. We'll coast into the playoffs. But it's got to come from your head, man. And he was the one who set the tone. He set the narrative by saying, players got to no- play. We're not going to chase the number one overall seed. And as soon as he says that, we see this three game slide. 8 18, the time. It's good morning, Noco. I'm just, I, I still love this team. I still think that it's there somewhere. I'm just really worried about the man who's pulling the levers and pushing the buttons right now uh, in Michael Malone, 818. Yeah, if they could only climb up that ladder and be higher than number one, that it's would be It's Good crazy. Morning NoCo, presented by Air Solutions on North Dakota's Voice, 1031 and 1310, KFK. Get that annoyed look off your face.
0: No, that wasn't annoyed.
1: Oh, yeah? Not at all. What it was that?
0: 23. No, because they were just talking about championships and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and I was thinking, yes. I said, yes, the Nuggets can bring home a championship. Mm-hmm. G9 yeah, Agency's text you're, line. You're in your I'm 888. A, I'm a curmudgeon kind of thing. You're calling it me,
1: but you're the one. 0043. Mr. Dark Cloud. I'm, I'm just stating facts here. Uh, Mysterio, note to self, Tanner is a worry ward. Eight games is a lot, Tanner. Relax. What does eight games have to do with anything? How many games are there left for the Nuggets this season? Angel, can you look that up? I think there's uh, probably about seventeen. So they've got to they've got to win eleven of the next seventeen.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but I think it's got to be right around there. Angel's checking that out right now, but uh, I think they had 22
1: after the All Star. There's oh 14. Fourteen Sorry. left. I was like f- five, but you wanted to drop your thumb. Okay, fourteen. So you, they've got to win eleven of the next fourteen to lock up the number one. You've got faith in that?
0: Well, yeah, the team that, that they've can trotted out there too.
1: The team that they have trotted out there the last three
0: nights. And I don't think they need to win eleven out of fourteen. Uh, it's however many they're up. They're up five. Okay then they need to win five more than the team behind it. If they don't get if they don't capture at least the number 1 seed in the west, they need to go just over 500 in the last games.
1: 6 and no, uh, no. How many yes. did they have
0: left? 11. Right. Matt! So, the yes. number
2: changes as the season goes.
0: Right. <laughs> but 6 and With 5 With other teams
2: in the west losing games, they can lock it up sooner. The Sacramento six and right five now would do it. They have locked up at least the 10 seed. Woohoo Play-in tournament bout.
1: Yes. Well, and you got the Sacramento Kings who are just rolling right now. Well, everybody's within a little bit, except the gap is
0: between the Nuggets and the team below them. Everybody mm. else is all bunched up in there. I don't know, Brian. I don't know. I, well, I, I, we obviously know how you feel about this. I I just, on the other hand, I, I was bummed over this. I was really bummed. As much as the San Antonio one sucked, I was more bummed about the Brooklyn loss yesterday uh, at home. Just, uh, I really thought that was a... It's a horrible loss. It, it, it was. It was It was a tough one. last well, three
1: had been horrible losses. It's a great thing about basketball, though, is they're going to... get to lose tomorrow night against Toronto. You get
0: to have a little time off, and then you go right back out there and can can put it all behind you, just like baseball.
1: Maybe they just need some Canadian air. Canadian air? Yeah. Oh, for Toronto? Yeah. Yeah, Maybe sure. they will get them right?
0: whatever. Whatever. It's not going to be a problem. I am in no way in stress mode. Bummed about uh, their performance over the weekend, but I'm not in any way
1: in a panic situation. Remember this when the Nuggets get bounced in the first round, March 13th. In no way, shape, or form are we worried. I'll follow suit. You,
0: you go right ahead, man. That's you put it in your little scorebook of things. And, you know, I'll continue to forget that I said. So. All right. That's I think we've got a great thing going here.
1: Uh, I just I, I'm alarmed, man. I am really alarmed. I hadn't been. And then we, we talked about it after the, the 21 point loss at home. You lose four games for, for, you know, at home in half a season, and then you've lost two at home in the last week. That's a little alarming. Bad week. All right. All right. I'll fall suit. Week. I'll fall suit.
0: I look forward to it. I, I look forward to our follow up interview during the championship parade.
1: I yes. I I will be a sad happy because I will have been wrong, but the Nuggets will have won a title. When the Nuggets win the title, you have to drive all of us
0: down there for the party. Okay. All right. Deal. You're and what, what do I get if if they don't? Well, you can just have that—that that <laughs> of knowing that I you just, were right every other day, just yeah, like every just other day. Just like every other day, when <laughs> you can come in and go, "I am so much smarter than all of you." <laughs> all <right? laughs> I am Tanner. You've been <gasps> schwinted. Uh, <yeah>. right.
1: <laughs> yes. Eight twenty-seven. The time. It's good morning. No call. North Dakota's voice. 103.1 and thirteen ten. KFK. I like that. I'm going to be making that noise all day long. It's kind of cool. Feels like a 1970s movie or something. Yes. It does. It's right there. Is that Thomas Wright? No, not even close. All right. Uh, well, I do know who's coming up next, and that's Kelly Pryor uh, is going to be joining us. She's the director of Northern Colorado Continuum of Care. We get to learn about that um, and the great work that they're doing here in our community. Uh, it'll be great to uh, to talk with Kelly coming up in a couple of minutes. Yeah, we always look
0: forward to our visits uh, with the folks sent our way by United Way, either part of United Way or one of the groups that uh, works with them. So uh, al- always great uh, to visit with them, find out what's going on in our community and uh, who really makes this thing go you know yeah no doubt about
1: it uh how do you fill out your bracket how do you pick your bracket
0: that is our happy life gardens poll question and i just i kind of i go through and just let it speak to me and uh that has proved to be a bad method uh that's (laughs) why you're the
1: reigning champion from at least here in our our office from last year You, you you beat everybody else yeah which shows that
0: you know you guys are really dumb Uh, When you start thinking it and breaking it down and throwing your knowledge in there, that all gets in the way when you strictly look at mascots and, hey, I've been to Connecticut. Uh, That's... (laughs) That's how you pick a bracket. Yeah, I got a friend I hate who lives in Indiana. I can't pick
1: that. i will take you annoying. Yeah,
0: right? that's exactly the way it works. There's too. a lot of
1: people who do that, you know. And a lot of people are just like gut feel, like you talked about. Oh, that. That's that's a lot. Hey, of they were good in football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that uh, region of the world. I think we'll go there. Uh, good news, kind of good news for us at least. Cody Jeez. Wilson is coming up at 935. Uh, he'll join us, but he is also, uh, his Boise State Broncos are not in Denver. They're not playing in Denver. So he's going to be joining us out at the uh, uh, Eaton Country Club at McCarty's on Friday oh, for the that's watch right. party. Yeah, they didn't make it, did they? They, I, they got in, but they're in the, just in a different region. Oh, they're okay. They're in okay. just a different region. So he's going to be, unless he's... F- Flying Look, out. do that's not true. put it past Cody. Wherever
0: they're at, he could very well be. He just pop up. This man, I think he has an airplane in the back of his place. I think so. You know, because this guy goes just all of a sudden. Hey,
1: I'm in Spain. Hiller, yeah, Hiller <laughs> from Spain. <laughs> It's insanity. Uh, But come out and join us on Friday. And if you want in to the whole show bracket challenge, uh, send us your email. Text us at Uh, 888-530-0043. Got uh, a free foursome to the Eaton Country Club out there. $200 of cash thanks to uh, Bear Insurance. Uh, We're putting together some great prizes that are going to be handed out. On the hour out at uh, the... Oh, we're going to do some as well. giving out there, We're going to be doing some giving out there as well. So we'll talk about that. I'll have all Who's those details for come? you. Everybody's invited to come. Really? It's, as long as you've got a bracket in there, man, that's all that matters. Listeners, even, even if you don't partake, you just want to come hang out with us and see us watch some basketball on Friday. Watch come us out and do watch it. basketball. Watch us while we watch something else. <laughs> Sounds creepy, but it's really not. It we're, really is. You'll
0: be set up right outside the window of yes. and We're inviting you. you.
1: <laughs> if you don't have a bracket in there, you have to sit outside and just stare at us. Uh, we'll have risers set up for you. But we've done this. This is the third year now, the third annual watch party that we've done out there. Um, and it's grown each year, and we love it. Uh, the the manager is like, you guys get a little rowdy back there. I'm like, well, we've got – we're watching games, man. We get excited. And, and when the rooms split and it comes down to the wire, uh, there was a uh, – a game a couple years ago, I think it was Ohio State or something like that. Uh, it came down to a, a buzzer-beater shot. That place erupted. Half of them are like, "Yeah," and half of us like, "Nope, that sucks." And so it's a lot of fun. Come out and join us uh, at the Eaton Country Club this Friday from ten to four. Uh, out there, just watching all day March Madness. Kelly Pryor joins us next, but first, bottom of the hour news and weather center. 8.39 the time on a Monday morning. I'm Tanner Schwint, my co-host Brian Gary, Angel Padilla doing the production work. We're live from the Aloe Fiber Studios. Joining us now on behalf of United Way of Weld County with this segment is Kelly Pryor. She is the Director of Northern Colorado Continuum of Care. Kelly, thanks for joining us this morning. How are you?
3: I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh,
1: good to have you on. First off, Kelly, tell us what is...
0: Northern Colorado Continuum of Care. Tell us what that's all about and what it means.
3: Sure. Yeah. So we, and um, it's a mouthful. So we also call it the NOCO COC. Oh, that's easier. Um, that's
0: much easier. Thank you. Yes,
3: exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So the NOCO COC is uh, It's an organization. Um, we're supported by United Way of Weld County, but we also uh, work across all of Weld County and all of Larimer County. And our goal is to end homelessness.
1: That, um, yeah, that's a, that's a lofty goal. We were talking uh, we were talking with <laughs> Melanie Woolman. Yeah, uh, should be done by Wednesday. Yeah, Nothing right. To, by, yeah. by lunch today, that that should be it. But um, so obviously, with that being said, my first question is, how do you have the resources to cover Larimer and Weld County? You're talking a big big portion of the state.
3: Yes, yes. It's definitely um it's a challenge. I, I will I won't I won't back away from that. But um, you know, so our goal here, so the NOCO COC is really around not um we have some of our own resources, but really our goal is to try to align all of the other resources that are just in the community, right? We have a lot of organizations that are doing work around homelessness. Um, but we don't want them to act in silos. We don't want them to be, you know, just um, in their own lane without kind of tapping into the broader system around um, helping people experiencing homelessness. So our goal as the, the COC is to just, get all of these players that are working to address this terrible issue um, to work together. And, and so by doing that, then we can um, you know, definitely expand access to all of the resources that are available and the funding that's, that's coming in.
0: Is it, is it difficult to track uh, to see if you are getting any closer, if you're making any headways? This is, this is such a huge task that how do you know when you're gaining ground on it?
3: Sure. Yeah. Well, so one of the big things that the COC um, is invested in is quality data around homelessness, um, because you're exactly right. It's really hard to know if you're making an impact. Um, and so one of the things that we do is uh, we support a shared data platform. Um, so it's like this is a little technical, but, um, you know, people, the agencies that are working with people experiencing homelessness, they need somewhere to, to to put in their data, right? They need to track. Like, I've given Joe this number of nights of shelter, and Joe exited to housing over here, and um, he's getting services with this agency over here. Um, so there's just a lot of data that's around. Um, but you know, we don't know if, if we don't have a way to to track all of that data collectively, then it's just it's not really useful. Um, and so one of the things that we do is we support um, it's a, a shared data platform is called hmis um, and we provide that free to homeless service providers Um, and so they can use it for their own program needs but then we can use it to to show like general regional homelessness data and so we can say okay this year um, we have this number of people and that's more than last year or you know all sorts of different metrics
1: Right, we're talking with Kelly Pryor here the director of Northern of NoCo COC, that's the Northern Colorado Continuum of Care. When you talk about this, you know, we were make we were we were kind of making a joke saying it'll be done by Wednesday. be done at noon because we know this is such a big undertaking. Kelly, when when you say, you know, that you can mark somebody off that list, right? Okay, we've got them in housing. Is that permanent housing? Is that 3 or 4 months where they're in, you know, mm-hmm. they're off the streets? How do you define uh getting somebody out of homelessness?
3: Sure. Um so we, our goal is to have permanent housing for people. We, you know, we can track if people will go temporary, you know, they're temporarily living with family or friends and, and that's better than if they're living in a shelter right. or out Um So we'll, we'll count that as a win, but really we, we want people to have permanent housing, whether that's a unit of that they just go find and they get some rental assistance for a while until they get on their feet. Or, and then some people need kind of long-term um, like a voucher or something to really, Uh, subsidize their housing while they work on um, getting their health in order or, you know, whatever goals that they might have for themselves. So um, we do try to uh, really right now the way that we can track if people are in permanent housing is that we don't see them show back up (laughs) in our system, right? We don't see them accessing shelter again. We don't see them coming and using um, services at the housing navigation center um, because they're in housing. They don't need those supports. Um, so if we, if we don't see them back after six months, um, and then again in a year, then, uh, you know, we, we assume, um, that they are, they are permanently housed and, and, um, doing well for themselves.
0: Now, when, when you count numbers of, of, you know, people who are homeless in Northern Colorado, Kelly, and you try to get up with those stats, are, is, is it counting just those who have come? to get help, or how do you get an accurate count of, of the people who never will go to one of these places to look for help and are just right. out there? I mean, how does, yes. does somebody go out and, and actually do a count, try to find where everybody's mm-hmm. hanging out and spread the word to them? How do we get those who don't mm-hmm. come to you?
3: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, and so it, it really takes a combination of efforts. I will say, I think the vast majority of people who are experiencing homelessness, they do reach out for help. Like, they will, um, they'll either stay at the shelter, or if they don't stay at the shelter, they'll go and get services at one of our community partners. Um, so there's a lot. It's not just homelessness services. Like, there's mental health providers, and we have, you know, we have connections with people at, um Uh, like food pantries and things like that so there's a lot of places that we can identify people and try to connect them to assistance um but if that isn't the case then we also um it's not the coc does not do this but we have partners that um go and it's called street outreach so they go and they actually go out where people are staying or where they're um kind of spending their time and Mm -hmm. they try to provide um, kind of basic needs and information and really incur- build rapport, build relationships, build trust, because um, a lot of times people are, you know, when they're out on the margins like that, it's it's oftentimes because they've been let down a lot um, and there's not a lot of trust in kind of, you know, quote unquote, the system. Um, and so really trying to rebuild that to, to help people get um, get to where they need to be for us to be able to say, okay, hey, there's this housing opportunity that you might be a great fit for can you would you work with us and we can try to help you get there um and more often than not people are very very um interested in and really want that assistance you just have to figure out you know the best way to present it to them
0: we're well, talking about, I, oh, I, ahead, I was just going to say, I'm very impressed that there is an outreach like yeah. that, there, that there is actual flesh-to-flesh boots, flesh,
1: boots on the ground going out mm-hmm. and, and doing this. Go ahead, No, I, I we're talking were with up. Kelly Pryor, the director of the NOCO COC. Uh, Kelly, tell us a little bit about you. Why is this something uh, that you've elected to dive into? Why are you passionate about this topic?
3: Um, yeah, well, I, uh, I've been doing um, work with people either experiencing homelessness or housing instabilities uh, for, oh man, uh, 10 or 11 years now. Um, previously I was doing kind of more of the direct service. So I worked at a a shelter. Um, I worked in a housing program where people would kind of come and they, we would get them, um, help them find a unit that they could rent on their own and we'd provide them rental assistance and things. Um, and I loved that part of my, um, my career and I loved working with people, uh, directly. Um, but you know, it, it, this is homelessness is such a system problem. Um, and as much as I loved working one on one with folks, like I didn't feel like I was making that much impact, um, you know, in the big scheme of things. And so I really like the goal of the COC that it's, it is a community, uh, effort in order to end homelessness. Um, so that's really what drew me to it. Well, and this is such a, like we've, we've
1: said a lot so far, right? That this is a, a big undertaking. How much does it help having some of those partners, uh, that you were talking about earlier, providing that and kind of helping coordinate all that? Oh man,
3: it's essential. I'm sorry, I have a a tickle in my throat. No, it's not a a
1: problem at all. We're talking with Kelly Pryor, the Director of Northern Colorado Continuum of Care this morning. Uh, And and Brian, we are talking about this here in Weld County. Uh, I know as we've made a couple of trips over to Larimer County as well, this is a big issue there. Oh, it's
0: been a big issue. Yeah, I mean, we've all seen it. We've seen it grow. And, you know, we know uh, after we went through the last couple of years Mm economy-wise and uh, just the boom of this area, the amount of the influx of people who have been coming here, Uh, The housing, the prices of that, people have been forced to, who before were maybe making enough to to get by, and now as everything goes up a percentage or so, there's a lot of people who can't afford that percentage, that things are going up and find themselves in these situations at no fault of their own.
1: No, that's exactly right. Kelly, you get that tickle uh, out of there? (laughs) yeah. You all good? All right. Very good. Uh, But no, we were talking about the partnerships and that working together. That's working smarter, not harder. Uh, But I just want to give you a second gonna talk about some of the great partners you guys do have uh, working over with you guys at the uh, noco COC
3: yeah definitely I mean we wouldn't do what we, we couldn't do what we we couldn't achieve our goal without our partners like that's the whole point <laughs> of what we're doing so um, we've got over 50 different uh, formal partnerships with agencies so organizations like um, nonprofits but also uh, local and county governments, um, <coughs> excuse me, um, mental and behavioral health partners. Uh, we have some folks with um, the justice system, so law enforcement, probation, parole, like those kinds of entities, um, the faith community. So they're all um, people with uh, lived experience of homelessness are also some of our partners. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So um, all of them are they They come like they've signed uh an agreement that says they want to be a part of the c o c um <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, no, I'm not a problem at all. We, we
0: have all been there and I'm hearing it. I just, I want her to be able to wrap right. up so she can go and cough
1: her head off like she needs to. All been in that situation. No, not a problem at all. I'll tell you what, Kelly, stay on the line. Let's get a quick break. Uh, we'll let you go and get some water here. Let's, uh, let's come back and, and we'll get some more information about how people can help and be a part of the NOCO COC. 851 the time. It's good morning, NOCO. We're continuing our conversation here this morning with Kelly Pryor, Director of NOCO COC. Kelly, uh, you know, this is this is a great thing that you guys are doing. This is great work um that you're doing. And it, it, it seems that you guys kinda have taken on that, that same approach that United Way of Weld County does. I know you're in Larimer and <laughs> Weld, but uh that that role of kind of putting everything together and, and and uniting forces is is a big step. Yes, yeah,
3: definitely.
1: Well, Kelly, how do people uh, how do people get a hold of you guys? How do people help? What is it that we can do uh, outside of just spreading the word about what you guys do at NoCoCOC?
3: Um, I mean, we you know I would just say support um, wherever you're at. Support like find we uh, find your local homeless service provider um, and support them because really they are the ones that are doing the hard work. What we're doing is just providing the tools so that they can be the best at what they're doing to serve their clients. Um, I mean, if you are um, interested in donating to kind of this system-level work, uh, so we, uh, United Way of Weld County is our um, kind of backbone agency, and so donating to United Way is uh, will then uh, support us as well. Um, but really just kind of understanding that homelessness is such a, it's a bigger issue than just, you know this one. You know this person um, has fallen on hard times. It's it's a it's definitely a community problem, and it really requires a community solution. No,
1: it Absolutely. certainly does, Kelly. Well, thank you so much for your time this morning. It was great getting to chat with you. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll ha- we'll do it again uh, very very soon. But thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you so much. Thanks. You There's Kelly care. Pryor, uh, director of the Noco C O C. Another great uh, partner of United Way of Weld County. You want to donate? United way UnitedWay-Weld.org. org. United uh, way org. That's uh, every time we have these conversations with uh, the fine folks over at United Way or one of their helping agencies. It's really important, and, and we t- we talk all the time about United Way and how it can sometimes be confusing because they cover so many different areas. It is. That's why we try to do this because yeah. I
0: I get confused. It's one of the conversations. I've had is, you know, what exactly does United Way do? Because, you know, we all hear the name, but we're trying to kind of unveil all the things right. that go on behind there so we can answer
1: those questions. Well, they're kind of like the conductor for the orchestra, right? I it's mean, you've got point. all these yeah. different uh, instruments, and they just try and get everybody playing in tune with each other, um, and, and they do a really fine job at it. So I appreciate Lyle and Melanie and everybody over at United Way. Uh, we're, we're planning a get-together with uh, with uh, Melanie and uh, John Gates to talk about the homelessness that, that is here in the city of Greeley as well. Uh, Brian, Gary, I am Tanner this is Good morning, no-co. I thought, you were, oh, yeah, I thought you were addressing me in well, some way. Brain carry. Yes, yes Tanner Swint.
0: All right, good. Time, time for my interview. <laughs> All right. Love to talk to you, Tanner. I've got a little time. Yeah. Anything you want to know. <laughs> All
1: right, yes, I want to know about one of the great sponsors that makes this show happen.
0: Well, it's hard for me to just give you one because there's so many great people who make this thing happen. But I'll stop at Orthopedic and Spine Center of the Rockies for a moment. Uh, I know that I'm aching right now, but it's just because I've been lazy and I feel like crap because I haven't been moving. Got You need to get moving. That medicine of motion is what Orthopedic and Spine Center of the Rockies can provide. Maybe you were uh, – some. I, I love reading the success stories like – Uh, The wing walker, the Mm -hmm. guy who loved to walk on the wings of planes, he got an injury to where he never thought he'd get to live to uh, do that again, you know, to experience that. And here he's back out there because of a a procedure at Orthopedic and Spine Center of the Rockies. Rodeo cowboys and cowgirls who thought their careers were over got some kind of injury that was going to lay him up. for No. Orthopedic and Spine Center, of the Rockies, can help you through. Uh, so many great stories uh, over their, what, uh, 1969, I think they got started wow. in northern Colorado. Broke new ground on a new facility in Greeley. So much exciting stuff always going on with over 45 specialists across the six medical campuses. Give, uh, In fact, you can give a call or, even easier, just go online to schedule the unheard of same-day appointment that you can actually get with Orthopedic and Spine Center, the Rockies. Just go to OrthoHealth.com com, OrthoHealth.com ortho for Orthopedic and Spine Center of the Rockies, better known as OCR.
1: Yes, they are. Uh, hour number four coming up. Cody Wilson, Denver Front Range Weather Meteorologist, will join us in studio. Uh, Mother Nature doing her thing this week. It's going to be She's all over be the place.
0: Moody. It's, yeah, it's weather menopause going on. It is. Yes, That's it is. what's
1: happening this week. <laughs> it's our, our first taste of false spring coming up. So, Cody will talk yeah. a little bit about that. Uh, we'll have some back page news for you as well. Uh, and and just a lot more still to get to we got hour number four coming up right here on North Dakota's voice 1031 and 1310 kfK